You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence, increase your communication skills, and implement practical business strategies. In this episode number 13, we're talking about what we can learn from Snapchat redesign. This is a brand new segment that I call Marketing News and You, where I take business news, marketing, sales, all of that news, modern stuff that's happening right now, and I see what we can learn about it because there's so much in our lives that we can learn from. I thought, you know what? Let's actually do it. And this is where I'm focusing on Snapchat redesign. So for those of you who don't use Snapchat, it mainly, it uh, recently got a huge update. Everything drastically changed and people hate it. There is an online petition, I think that has like 1.5, like one and a half million signatures to change it back. And I get it, I understand it's a little bit more difficult to use. I see where they were going with it. And I'm impartial, like I don't care. I really don't care. I mean, I use Snapchat uh, quite frequently, but I'm not so attached <laughs> to a certain design or a certain way. It's a tool for me. And yeah, it's a little bit weird to use now, but we'll get used to it. We'll be fine. And I wanted to take this back to the, the day when Instagram updated. Instagram got a major update. It changed everything. It changed the logo. It changed the style. And everybody hated it. I personally loved it. The logo is still weird for me. I get what they were going with. Again, it's still just weird. I don't, I don't know why out of all the logos they went with that. But with that being said, people got used to it. And now you don't even think about it. And like some people still find people complaining about it. Like what, two years later? It was a while ago that it updated. But, you know, people got used to it. And you'll see this throughout all of history is that people hate change. They absolutely hate change. And I was thinking about this and I was thinking I've been uh, I have so many articles about the Snapchat redesign just flooding everywhere that I get news, and I've been so sick of it. And I was thinking, first of all, these people are just jumping on trends, right, to get to get views, which you could say, well, Luke, you're doing well. <laughs> I'm kind of late to the party if I'm doing that. But I wanted to focus on change and how we can harness this. So. People hate change, right? Most most people acknowledge that, know that. That's pretty widely known. It's not a secret. But I find it hilarious that even though we all recognize that everyone hates change, we still hate it. We still do. There's no change about hating change, um, if that makes any sense, which is funnily proves itself. But I didn't want to just gripe about this. I wanted to see what can we do? Like, how can we learn from this? Whether it's a small change in your own life, whether it's a big change, or whether it's an external change that you're that is out of your control, like the almighty Snapchat redesign that's so awful and chaotic that millions of people are up in arms about it. But my challenge to you is that next time this happens, next time a change occurs, think about it logically, not emotionally. Because when we think about change emotionally, that's where we get in trouble. Because emotionally, we are out of, out. the order of the universe is thrown off. The order of our life is thrown off. 
And people don't like that. We're creatures of habits. We like habits. We like doing the same things. Some people to an extreme and some people to the opposite of an extreme. But nevertheless, humans are creatures of habits. And so I wanted to instill this habit in you instead is next time a change occurs in your life, think about why it's a good thing. Think about how you can harness it. Think about how does this actually positively affect my life? For many people, it meant they were getting off of Snapchat and now they're happier because it was just something that wasn't good for them. Not saying that social media is bad for everyone. That is a complete and total myth. I'm sorry. I don't care who says what. I've been on social media for years and uh, I'm fine. And many people are. But so that was actually a good thing for some people, this redesign. And I know I'm, I'm griping, I'm focusing on something small, like something, especially if you don't use Snapchat, if you never have, you don't know even like what it is. Um, I know it may seem like something small, insignificant, but if millions of people are up in arms about something small and insignificant, it's not small and insignificant. Like that, I think that proves itself, right? So that's a way like you can improve your personal life with it. But I was also thinking, how can we improve our communication skills? around change. And I was thinking, well, I just recorded a three-part episode or episodes on influencing people, the formula for influence. If you haven't listened to them, go back and listen to them. They're the last three episodes, um, episode 10, 11, and 12. And I thought, that's another factor we need to take into account. So you can call this the bonus episode for the formula for influence if you'd like. It's talking about how much people hate change and how if you want to influence somebody, they have to change. And here is my answer to this. And this is something I didn't like, I didn't just make this up. This is from, this is compiling lots of resources, lots of advice from lots of different people into one single idea. Is that their pain, we talked about alleviating pain, right? Someone's pain points, whether they're big or small, you, the alleviating pain, the force, the uncomfortableness of alleviating pain has to be greater than the pain itself. For example, there are many things that we have in our life that we just live with. Um, let's say um, a, sh- a pant, like uh, recently one of my pants, right? There's a small stain on it. It's barely noticeable. Now I could change and I could go out and buy a new pair of pants. But the pain isn't great enough to justify that. Contrast that with one of my shirts getting coffee spilled all over it, which literally just happened. I was so sad about it. And I had to get a new shirt. There was no, there's no, the pain was so great that I had to make a change. So you see that in very real results and you'll see that in the world. And so you have to make sure when you're trying to influence somebody, you know, the pain of change is smaller than the pain itself, or the pain itself is larger than the pain of change. Because change is a pain. And that's something that many people don't think about, is why don't you just change? Why don't you just act differently? Because the way you're acting differently is not good right now. You say this, you'll see this in people who are addicted to different things. And you'll say, why don't you just stop? And that's because that the pain of changing is so much bigger than the pain itself. 
And to overcome something like an addiction, especially to something like a really strong drug, you have to try really hard. You have to persevere through a ton of pain in order to do that. That's the secret to influence. And that's what we can really learn from Snapchat's redesign, from any redesign, from any kind of change in the world, whether it be political, whether it be technological. No matter what change comes about in the world, that's going to be a pain. And so we can take this especially to our speeches. And I want you to think about this. When you're asking someone to change, when you're trying to influence somebody to take an action, you have to make sure that that action is worth it. That in the minds of the audience, what they think is, well, that's worth it. I'll do that because right now, this pain I'm having is so much that this relief, this change, the pain of change, it's, 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 it's not anywhere close to the pain that I'm having. You want to make sure that they're, what they're not saying, what you don't want them to think is, eh, you know, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. You know, I don't really need to. You don't want that to happen. And this can, of course, um, come about because maybe they don't like you enough. Maybe they don't see how big the pain actually is. And this goes back to the part one and part two of the formula for influence, which I went over. Change is scary. Change is not an easy thing. You'll see that in your own life. Don't lie to me. <laughs> Change is not easy. But if you harness this formula, if you understand how change occurs, it's through pain. Change happens through pain. Then that's when you'll understand how to truly harness influence. Thank you for listening to this new segment, Marketing News and You. It's a funny acronym, Benny, maybe we'll call it that. Probably not because that sounds awful, but I hope you enjoyed this. Let me know if there's other news that you would like me to talk about. You can email me, luke at lukedmaxwell.com. Show notes and more, including a link to this article if you want to read it or the many, many, many articles that are out there. Um, links will be in the show notes at lukedmaxwell.com. I'll be back tomorrow. And remember to always stay on the positive side of things.